Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again on Talk and Fight for another episode of uh, Boxing News Today here on Monday morning. I obviously haven't had a coffee yet, but uh, here we go. Uh, I want to start off with a quick little recap of the uh, Canelo Triple G fight over the weekend. Uh, you know, my opinion on this is it just seemed to me to be like uh, an all-star game in any professional sport. Uh, both athletes technically well-honed, well-skilled, put on a nice performance. Uh, at the end of the day, they both walked away with a paycheck, a substantial paycheck for their efforts. As we all know, uh, Triple G's 40 years old. He's never been knocked down. And uh, Saul uh, Canelo Alvarez has had a spectacular career, uh, well-guided, well-managed, and looking at a 58-2-2 and record uh, and couldn't knock down uh, a 40-year-old um so let's get on with today's episode um starting with that particular um fight um i'll just i'll just simply say this um a tap of the gloves a mutual respect in round 11 which was the prelude to both opening up a booming right uppercut from canelo found the mark answered by jabs and combinations from golovkin a grandstand finish, but several clinches as both had expended a lot in a more strategic fight than their first two battles. So really, in, in my opinion, it was the trilogy fight that wasn't. Um, you know, Canelo uh, walks away with over $40 million for his efforts. Triple G walks away with $20 million for his efforts. Uh, it was a weekend celebrated uh, down in Las Vegas as the Mexican Independence Day. And... Uh, Quite frankly, the, the fans were entertained, um, but we were really looking for a, a, a much more solid performance from both Alvarez and Triple G. Let's move along uh, because I think uh, Triple G should retire, quite frankly, and uh, it'd be interesting to see who uh, Alvarez is going to face next. Someone who we've featured before in Talk and Fight, Lucy Wildhard, young lady, uh, making her long-awaited return to the ring. Uh, has reignited her career with a victory over Spain's Eva Cantos uh, that happened on Saturday night and kicked off Lucy's campaign toward a world featherweight title. Uh, so she's actually looking forward to fighting the winner of the upcoming Amanda Serrano and Sarah Mahfoud, Mahfoud uh, fight that's taking place in Manchester this upcoming weekend. Um, she, uh, Lucy Wildhart is a, a world top 10 uh, rated 29-year-old, and she's targeting, as I said, the winner of the uh, World Featherweight Unification Showdown between Serrano and Mafut. So anyway, uh, let's have a quick little recap uh, from her manager, her new manager, Richard May Maynard, CEO of Strike Sports Management. He said, it was, it was great to see Lucy back in the ring and resume her career with a victory over a tough and hard opponent in Cantos. I was very impressed with her jab, fast feet, head movement, and particularly her hurt for body punching. It was like she hadn't been away from the ring. This is a great foundation to build upon, and I'll be looking to get back in her ring in the next few weeks as she intensifies her campaign toward a world title opportunity. So good things, I, I think, on the horizon for uh, Lucy Wildheart. All right. Um, Channel 5 put on a, a show for the Brits uh, on the weekend, taking place in Bolton. 
where King Lyndon Arthur uh, returned to winning ways as he showed the audience what they had been missing. After controlling proceedings from the first bell, Arthur showed his extra spite as he meticulously broke down a tough Walter Sequeira to eventually finish his Argentine opponent off in the sixth round. Under the bright lights in Bolton, it was a professional job done by Arthur as he showcased his superior skill and strength, the jab, the power, and the variety of his work put Sequeira in waters he simply could not swim in. On his debut Wasserman Boxing Fight Nights, it was the perfect performance to start off his journey with a promotion that will see him continue to make his way to the top of the light heavyweight division. The eyes turned to the Northeast during the night as Trojan Troy Williamson bullied David Benitez to a six-round stoppage to avoid the banana skin and set up a huge Northern clash with PBK Josh Kelly. The British super welterweight title will be on the line in December against Kelly in what promises to be one of the biggest fights to come in the Northeast over in the United Kingdom. Gavin Gwynn retained his British light, uh, lightweight title with an unbelievably entertaining draw against Craig Woodruff. The momentum of the bout often changed from one fighter to the other and it ultimately became too close for the judges to try and call a winner. Both men shone as the two Welsh fighters represented their country and sport in a fight that split the crowd regarding who had won, but unanimously captivated all. Let's move along to Mexico, where boxing fans celebrating, as I said earlier, Mexican Independence Day, uh, as World Boxing Council WBC number 20 rated Luis Coriano Torres, 17-0, 10 knockouts, outboxed and outclassed, previously unbeaten fellow Mexican lightweight prospect Cesar uh, Torito Guerras, who's 14-1-2, in the Canela Boxing, uh, sorry, Canela Boxio main event, presented by Canela TV at the Expo Palenque in Sonora, Mexico. It was co-promoted by World Cup Boxing Services, WCBS, and uh, De La O Promotions. Canela Boxio is streamed live and for free the third Friday night of every month. Um, the 20-year-old Torres, the reigning WBC Latino lightweight champion, displayed all of his skills in a relatively one-sided fight against Gutierrez, in which Torres won nine of the ten rounds in the non-title fight. Uh, what a great uh, night of fights, uh, said uh, Guy Taylor. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm right. Am I right? Guy Taylor, yes. Said Guy Taylor um, after, after the show. Uh, this was Luis Torres's finest hour and coming out uh, performance. He dropped and dominated previously undefeated 14-0 fighter. Our next step for Torres will be to bring him to Southern California for a full training camp. So there's a kid that's uh, that's on the rise, certainly. Uh, all, elsewhere on that fight card, Colombian knockout artist Kevin Pedrajita, 7-1, seven, seven knockouts, stopped previously undefeated Marco Cota, 8-1, six knockouts in the fifth round by way of technical knockout in the co-featured event. Uh, late replacement Ernesto Garcia, five and two, five knockouts, upset his previously undefeated Honduran opponent, Gerardo Sanchez, in uh, six and one, three knockouts, with a shocking opening and uh, shopping open round stoppage in their special light flyweight attraction. Cota's younger brother, as I mentioned last week, 17-year-old featherweight Alejandro Cota, is now three and one, also suffered, though, his first loss as a professional boxer, dropping a four-round unanimous decision to Alex Fuentes-Borbon, who's now 3-0, by the way. 
In the opener, Pedro Apuneniri, uh, 3-0, took a four-round unanimous decision from Jose Alfredo Martinez. So that's all your action from Sonora, Mexico, as part of the Canelo Boxio uh, monthly event. Uh, speaking of uh, a little bit of controversy, though, in Mauricio Lara's team, they only know that Lee Wood suffered an injury and had to postpone his fight, originally scheduled for September 24th. But nobody has provided any evidence or a time frame for when the fight could be rescheduled. Alejandro Brito, operations director for Boxstar's Promotions, which handles Lara's career, revealed that they were not provided with details about the injury uh, to Wood's biceps, which put a hold on the fight uh, for Wood's WBA featherweight title. Uh, Brito complained, he's, as he told his Caradazzo TV, they didn't tell us anything. They just told us that Lee Wood is injured and that they would give us a call later and offer details. But we haven't received the call yet. They haven't told us anything. And we just want to know how much time Wood will need for his recovery. They just told us that he is injured and we'd have to play by those rules and we have to believe what they said. But the thing is that Lara will not fight on September 24th. And he continues, they told us it was uh, Wood's biceps, but we don't know if it's just a stretch or a tear in his biceps. If it's a full rupture, he'd be out for six months. But if it's just a tear, then possibly for a fight to be done around year's end. Um Brito, by the way, is in Las Vegas where he hopes to speak to Eddie Hearn or Matchroom executives about the fight. Matchroom, he continues, didn't give us any pronunciation. We are waiting for them to give us confirmation. I wish we could have a little talk with them here in Las Vegas and know what is the plan or time frame at least. Something that I can tell Lara for him to calm down. Alejandro Brito wants to believe that the injury is real is not an excuse from Lee Wood's side. It's just to run away from the fight. So Brito explained, I believe and we believe in their honesty because we know that he, Wood, was not going to say, I don't want to fight. If such was the case, they would have said that since the beginning, that there was a risk or that they didn't want to face the danger because Lara is very strong, but the contracts are signed. He, Wood, has no option but to fight Lara. When Wood is recovered, he has no escape. He has to fight. We're in a dramatic pause in which we, as manager, I have to tell my fighter to wait, to be patient. I don't know when, what to tell him because the other side has not shown their face yet. We don't know if Wood will be back in three, four, or six months. Mauricio Lara, for his part, shares Brito's disappointment about the postponement of the fight, his first world title opportunity long awaited since he knocked out Josh Warrington in a surprising fashion back in 2021. Uh, the rematch with Warrington ended in a technical draw after an accidental head clash in just two rounds. Uh, but instead of a third fight to have revolution that rivalry, Warrington got an opportunity to fight for uh, Kiko Martinez, IBF featherweight title, and won by technical knockout. Lara had to wait and finally got a shot for Lee Wood's WA title, but now with Wood's injury, he has to wait again. To tell you the truth, Lara said, I felt disappointed. There are situations that just don't happen. Maybe it's not my moment. Things happen. But we know that everything happens for a reason. Mentally, it's a blow. Uh, we, we know how to assimilate. But emotionally, it's hard. The cancellation just 10 days before the fight is something that hurts. We completed three, month, three months worth of work. But those are things that happen in boxing. I didn't see anything. He didn't post anything on social media, Lara pointed out. 
like when I fought with Warrington, when he posted that he was in the hospital. I trust Wood's honesty. We'll see what happens. I trust in his honesty. I wish he and a speedy recovery. I hope the fight is still in place. I hope he has the courage of a champion that determines to prove himself, and we will know if the injury was real or it was a lie. Strong words. Uh, upcoming uh, in December, we're going to see Troy Williamson face Josh Kelly, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, they're going to collide in a British title fight that fans have been craving for. Williamson put his super welterweight crown on the line against former amateur star Kelly in December on a massive fight of boxing back in Newcastle. The British champion overcame David ben Benitez in Bolton uh, this past weekend uh, to rubber stamp the title showdown with a date and venue to be confirmed in due course. In other upcoming fight news, um, I wanted to report that uh, we're going to see um, uh, Shakur Stevenson this Friday night face Robson Kansiseo uh, for the WBC WBO Super Featherweight titles. And then the big Joe Joyce, Joseph Parker showdown, the WBO Heavyweight Eliminator, as well as Amanda Serrano going toe to toe against Sarah Mafood, which I mentioned earlier for the WBC IBF WBO female featherweight titles. Um, and then also on the, on the same night, by the way, uh, that Lee Wood was supposed to fight Maurizio Lara. Uh, fans who are interested in an exhibition match, Floyd Mayweather is going to take on Mikura Asakuru. I want to also make quickly mention before I sign off here, uh, down in Delaware this past weekend, uh, we all saw Dante the Comet Cox 926 knockouts win uh, the IB, sorry, the ABF lightweight title with a destructive second round technical knockout over outgunned Raquan Butler in their scheduled eight round main event uh, down at the Chase Fieldhouse in Wilmington, Delaware. And this is the first uh, fight in Delaware in quite some time, I believe since 2018. But in the co-feature, uh, Canada's Jessica, the Cobra Camara, who's now 10 and three with two knockouts, also had an early night stopping Maria Vega, who's now nine and five, 20 seconds into the opening round of a scheduled six rounder in their lightweight division. A brutal left hook from Camara dropped Vega on her back and the bout was stopped without a count. So there you go, fight, fight fans. Thanks for joining me here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. I remind you to like, share, subscribe our channel, hit that notification bell for news uh, that's upcoming and shows that we have upcoming. And speaking of that, I'll join I'll join uh, you again at 4 p.m. when we watch uh, Mike Warren and Cedric Ben on their show, Knuckle Up at 4. <laughs>